0: It's Teffle Waffle Time
1: Yay! Welcome to Teffle Waffle.
0: With Troy and Steve. What's our waffle topic?
1: Today we're gonna to waffle about observations.
0: Uh, observing or being observed.
1: Yes, observing and being observed. Oh okay. Um just on that topic of observing and being observed, observations are a really good personal development opportunity. And teachers. Theoretically, uh, yes, they, they are. are. Teachers going into other teachers' classes and, and getting observed is a really good way of keeping your own lessons fresh and. Uh, sure,
0: but you're really leaning on this premise that that actually happens.
1: Yes, and it doesn't. Okay, well, it's more common that um, a director of studies strolls into your class. Um, or the agency
0: you. rep or the head of that department yeah.
1: personally I take it as a good sign. If if um, if somebody's coming into your class to observe you, it's a sign they that care. They, they care. They, yeah. Well they and care
0: about the students at least and hopefully the teacher as well.
1: Yeah. Um, however I've seen I've been in lots of schools where observations are poorly done. And, um,
0: uh, I've been in more of those than the well done, yeah. unfortunately.
1: And as a director of studies, I've I've been I've done the soup the observing yeah. under a lot of time pressure when there's lots of other stuff to do, and I haven't put my my mind to it. <laughs> and I, um. yeah. So let's talk about the ideal first, okay. and why we do it. I mean, the, 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 I suppose one of the questions that I do get asked is why. Why'd, why? Why do I d- need to be observed? Yeah, or, or is there something wrong? But yeah, mm. what's the problem? And and what are you looking for when you observe me? Are you is there an evaluation? No, no, okay,
0: well that's the question. Yeah. The difference between observation and evaluation. Okay. Okay. So let's just, uh, let's let's just deal. let a okay. cat in the door. All right. So uh, <laughs> observation. Okay, at least in theory, observation is for development. You get some feedback on. Uh, things that aren't working, but in a in a positive or proactive, I should say, in a proactive way. Like, I uh, notice you're having trouble keeping the attention of the students during instructions. Uh, you could try asking more questions, and I s- that's an observation type thing, as opposed to evaluation, which is, uh, you get a you get three you out of five, and maybe t- you get five out five, five
1: for your
0: instructions. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, evaluations. Are normally done when there's a problem I'd say also
0: a lot of the evaluations aren't because they're a problem they're just it's it's like a almost an autonomic administrative thing where well it's just the school policy
1: well if it's a school policy thing it's probably not not it's probably semi-developmental. I mean, here, I'm going to come into your class and tell me if there's something that I need to watch or I see that there's three problems or something like that. Um, But if it's... if it's uh, This is what happens with me. Um, I arrive at a school and I say, please go into that teacher's class. And I go into the teacher's class and I come out and I go, oh, that wasn't very good. And they say, yeah, we're going to fire her today. Um, So all that they were waiting for is for me to observe her so that she could be fired so that they could get confirmation that it was time for her to be fired yeah
0: okay um so in that case it's purely administrative
1: yes and there's nothing there's nothing that benefits the teacher there at all in in all all the
0: students or anyone
1: it does benefit the students okay example um i went to one of the schools recently
0: (laughs) so we have a very overactive cut very enthusiastic and interested in this topic of observations.
1: Observations. I yeah. went into the classroom. She she was a problem teacher, obviously. Her and her assistant, this is a kindergarten class, were sitting in, in the corner cutting pieces of paper and the, and the students were... were Entertaining left, themselves. Left to themselves, yeah. S- some of the kids came over and spoke to me because there was nothing else to do. And they're bored. Yeah. And I... To try and engage the teacher, I said to her, so how many kids are there in the class? And she said, oh, I don't know. And she got up and she left the classroom. Um, and I, so I got up and left the classroom. I mean, I... I what am I doing here? What am I doing here? She doesn't even know how many kids are in her own class. So I went to back into the office and I said, well, that was a bit of a disaster. And um, the next thing I heard, she had left. She was not a good teacher, in my opinion. And the students were not learning anything okay. in, in the...
0: Ten minutes that I set in the class. All right. So I want to. I don't know. We we're supposed to be doing the ideal, right? Oh yes, we, ideal. We, right. Yeah, That's we right. we went Oops. off that really quickly. <laughs> All right. It, okay, I'll we'll have to come back to this if we're doing the ideal. Uh, the observation is for development. You get proactive feedback. And it's it, uh, hopefully quite balanced as well. They will point no, well, out...
1: Let, let's just go into the, the philosophy of this. I mean, the thing is that as an observer coming into a classroom... Let's just say I come into your classroom. Yeah. I don't know your students. Or I, me and my or my teaching you. style. Or what I we've done the last I don't know where in the curriculum you are in. Yeah, I don't know what problems you've had. I don't know why you're behind or ahead. Um, yeah. Those are things that you know that I don't. Yeah. So as an observer, I'm really on the back foot. Yes. <laughs> as we as we talk about backfeed. Yeah. Um, and so I come in and I watch your lesson and I can make judgments about your lesson based on what I think. Yeah. So that's not what I would do. Or why did you do that before this? Or, But there might be a good reason for that. Sure. So the observation can't really be an imposition of my...
0: Uh, your authority. My, or my your authority
1: over you because I just don't know. So... From a philosophical perspective, what I should be doing is going in, and before I go in, saying, is there something that I should be watching out for since this is your class? Yeah. And you say to me, yeah, I'm really worried about those four kids that are behind. Can yeah. Can you give me some feedback on that? And then I go in and I try and give you feedback on that based on what I can see. And then I'm just acting as a mirror. Um, I'm, I'm saying to you, I noticed that... Uh, these no. these these kids at the back here are not engaged. Did, did you notice that? And you go, no, I didn't notice that. And then that that becomes. And as a
0: teacher, it, it actually helps me go.
1: Oh right, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. There. Yeah. that I becomes it becomes a new time. set of eyes in the yeah. classroom and a, a reason for us to discuss. Or you say yes, I do know about that, and I say okay. Well, what have you done about it? And and we then have a discussion about those four students at the yeah. back that are not and, engaged. And look,
0: sometimes the teacher. Some. Uh, in reality sometimes the teacher's very defensive but also sometimes the teacher says i have given up on those four guys if i tried and tried and tried and i i've got to focus on the other 24 students right. that i've got
1: and then but then that becomes a a topic for us to discuss Sure. Yeah, and, and that's useful feedback for you as a teacher, then, because that gives you a new perspective. I once went in and I, I did an observation, and I was in a phase of my career where horseshoes were like the big thing. I loved yep. horseshoes, and horseshoes were my favorite. And especially if it's a smallish class, Or horseshoe's so intimate. And I went into a class, and I, the teacher had eight students, and they were in rows. And okay. I said, I, well, in two rows or something yep. like that. And I said to him afterwards, What's why are you not using Horseshoe with such a small class? And he said, "Oh, I tried it," and they were so—I I don't know, noisy, whatever. Yeah, he, he got immediate. He had tried it, and he. Um, it didn't it, work for him. It didn't work for him for whatever reason. Um, and fair enough, that's great. That's his, the. It, but at least, from my perspective, um, the question was dealt with. He had tried it. Yeah. Even only, parentally perhaps, but yeah. uh, uh, but I mean that,
0: that thing there. Um. The, oh, I tried it and it didn't work, as opposed to, I, I tried it and it, it didn't work. This is what happened when yeah, I did
1: yeah,
0: it. That's right. So there's the defensiveness versus the discussion about it. Yeah. Um, I remember being observed a million years ago. It was actually, I'm pretty sure it was you. It may not have been, but. Did I fall
1: asleep during it? Because that's what I do.
0: No, you. <laughs> um... Um, it was one of those administrative function things yeah. where we were working somewhere, you were the head to the something, and uh, every teacher had to be observed once a term, yeah, that, yeah. that kind of deal. Yeah. And you scheduled a, all right, I'm coming in on Thursday and I can get four of you done on Thursday. That's all I've got time for. <laughs> and so you rushed in and did it. And uh, in the moment, uh, I must say, your, your feedback was not very useful. Because mm. you just went, wow, that worked really well. Why did? You, uh, but you said, why did you choose a horseshoe for such a large class? It was 35 students or something, and, okay. and I had a big, massive horseshoe. And there is a problem with big horseshoes like that. The guys in the, the corners and at the ends yeah. kind of get ignored. And I had a reason. I deliberately did a horseshoe because I needed a big, empty space in the middle of the room for activities. Um and I said that, and you went, oh, okay, fair enough. And, and off you went. But because it was, it was a genuine question on your part, so why, why did you choose a horseshoe? You were giving me some feedback on a Think about this. And I had a reason. Mm. But it wasn't a defensive or a, You weren't confronting me about it. Mm. It wasn't, why did you put them... Yeah. I actually, after that, went, you know what? I default to horseshoes. It's the horseshoes are my
1: default. I don't
0: actually anymore think about and I is think there that a better seating that there, that's energy.
1: probably what a, a, an observation is good for, is to make you think about your classroom from an outsider's perspective. Yeah. And one of the things that I get asked is, How are you judging me? And my answer to that is um, that I shouldn't actually be judging you. I mean, the, the observation should be a dialogue. Yeah. based on your experience in your classroom. And it's it's an opportunity for reflection. But if there is going to be an, ev- an evaluation, then it's got to be based on whether I think you've achieved your lesson objective. So I've got to know what your lesson objective is, and then I've got to see if I can gauge whether the students have actually done the thing that you were aiming for.
0: Yeah, I, I, I actually default to those simple things more. I, I default to it's a language classroom, which means that the students should be using as much language as possible. So, that, that's always part of it. Were there periods of the lesson where there could have been a lot more language used? Uh, what was your lesson aim? Uh, and did you achieve it? Well, not just did you achieve it, but did it carry through the lesson? You know, was it... Did, uh, was it coherent? Was it coherent? Did yeah. it, you know, the stuff that you explained to them, was that adequate enough... Too much.
1: Yeah.
0: Did it fit what they needed to do the next part of the lesson, which should lead on to the next part, etc. So
1: let's talk about um, teachers who are so scared of observations that they that they pull out a magic trick lesson. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. This is a teacher who you say, okay, I'm going to come and observe you on on Thursday period three. And, and when they, you get there on period three, they go, I'm not doing the book today. Um, I'm instead, doing this we're doing other this thing, yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you know that this is or or maybe they even are doing the book, but they've got everything they've yeah. prepared the students and they're yeah. how do you know that they're not teaching their normal if they they're putting on a show for you? My answer is it doesn't matter. I, I don't actually care. If
0: if you're as a teacher, if you default to I'm being evaluated, therefore I must, you know, put my best foot forward. Yeah. Best foot forward? Best yeah. face forward? Best Best lesson forward. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay, you're showing me what you can do. Mm. And if that's how you take it, fine. And then I can then say to you, so that went well, what do you need
1: help with? Mm. In actual fact, that should be the question before you go into the interview. In, in an ideal situation, what do you want help with? Or what yeah. do you? And I think that that question helps to te- set teachers at ease because then the observation becomes more egalitarian. I'm here for you. What do you want? It's a practical thing as yeah. well. Yeah, It's
0: practical in that I actually want to give you... I want to help you to make your job easier or <laughs> your lessons more interesting or fun or creative or student-centered or it, you know, whatever you pick as your thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but of course, look, we're, we're kind of sticking to the ideal here. What about the reality, which is those teachers who are defensive are often defensive for a
1: reason. No, well, they are for a reason. So the, the, the things that can go wrong, um, the, when an observation becomes highly evaluative and the, the observer says, I saw you do this and that's wrong, um, when the observer has no right to say that really. Uh, yep. So I think that this, the, the thing is that being an observer... And knowing how to observe and give feedback is not something that just anybody can do. It takes, it takes a fair amount of skill. I and, think the,
0: the skill part is twofold, though. You need the skill in the actual classroom teaching where it's not a, why don't you do it a different way? It's rather, uh, I've seen or done or know a different way that works. Where, where I, I noticed you had the problem, and I can see another way that will work. Or I, your colleagues have another way that works. Then there's the feedback skill. How do you sit down and have a discussion <laughs> with a manic cat in the room?
1: You can't have a discussion with a manic cat in the room. I, I
0: don't know, some of the, sometimes the discussion kind of feels like <laughs> the post-observation. So, what do you think of your lesson? Well, it was really fine. I mean, that kid in the corner—he was like really bad. I
1: don't know. He's such a bad kid, and that's not uh, my. Actually, my, f- my worst is how do you think the <coughs> lesson went? Well, how do you think it went? That 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 immediate. I'm um, I'm waiting for you to give me the answer. Um, I find that quite off-putting because I don't think that that's the point.
0: Um, yeah, the the point is to try and take a step back and yeah. and have a discussion. Yeah. Uh, but look, that defensiveness. I can't blame the the teachers all oh, okay fine i I can not agree with it, but I can't necessarily blame them if their only experience of observations have been top down top down very authoritarian and worse because this it does happen whether we like it or not the The person observing you isn't actually a teacher
1: oh. That's the worst, yes. That That, really is the
0: worst. The the person observing you is in a position of power within the school. Yeah. But they're an administrator or whatever else. Yeah. And so what they're actually telling you is things Mm. that they would like to happen, not things that...
1: Are educationally sound. Yeah. Yeah. So, from the perspective of a teacher, if you're faced with an observation, um, what are the kinds of things that you should be... Hoping for, looking to do?
0: Uh, well, the hoping for is always that uh, you get somebody in the room that you can have a dialogue with. Uh, and there is... I know it's not the teacher's... I don't, don't, don't want to say job because it kind of is part of your job. But it's not your responsibility to be the one getting feedback. It's the responsibility of the observer to, to initiate that dialogue. But you can, as a teacher, actually approach the observer and say, did you see this? Um, I'm trying this out today. Uh, I've
1: been trying out different things with, to try and change how it works okay, with that group. But then, but okay, what, what we've cre- crept into here then is the concept of reflection. To reflect, the, the whole idea of reflection has got to be that there's no right and wrong way. of of doing anything in the classroom and anything I do in the classroom is going to have problems Yes. and anything that I do is going to be up for criticism in some way so if I teach this lesson in this way those four students are not going to like it if I do it the other way these seven students are not going to like it so I've got to try and find the balance between all the preferences and things that go on now if there's an observer in the classroom that adds an an additional complication to the mix so whatever I do now is open for even more so reflection doesn't say, reflection tries to say there is no right way, but there are better ways and less better ways, Yes. and I've got to explore all the different options to find the way that is the best for this group for right m- now. For
0: me with this group right, right now. now. Right yeah.
1: Now, that, that way might not be the same as a classroom next door in the next period. Or the, the same as that class with a different teacher. Or that class on Friday morning when they're in a different mood. Um, so there's all. This is what reflection is about. If I go into my observation feedback with, I did this wrong, wrong and right. Then I'm I'm taking the view that there is a wrong and right with teaching. There's a positive. There's a po- This is a positivist view of life. There's a right way to teach and there's a wrong way to teach. Um, there's a right way to learn and there's a wrong way to learn, which is rubbish. That that doesn't yeah. exist. Um, So if you take a reflective view, regardless of who your observer is, if you approach the feedback with, I tried these three things, they didn't really work very well, but I've tried them before in a different class, and they did, and that dialogue... Uh, I
0: would say, sure,
1: the dialogue, but it's also approaching
0: every observation as as a, what can I get out of this? Can I actually get something out of this? And... Admittedly, sometimes the observer is not there for that to to help you get something out of it. But then as a teacher, you can always go, well, how can I get something out of this? And the thing you get out of it, you know, sometimes it's going to be really minor, like, actually, I do always default to horseshoes, don't I? Mm. Let's, I'm going to experiment a little or, bit. Well,
1: why didn't I try a horseshoe? Uh,
0: and other times, uh, for example, I had, uh, the feedback was that yeah that task was confusing and they were right it was confusing so actually all they were telling me was what I already knew
1: well confirming what you already suspected. Uh, con- confirming yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and I did in the moment feel like that was very evaluative the, mm. the remark that it was confusing but because I already knew it I didn't take that as a like a a slight light on my abilities as a teacher. I just took it as a yes, I, I know.
1: Mm.
0: Anything else, please? I actually wanted something else. but I
1: mean the thing is that uh, maybe that thing that you want something from your observation is is un, un, help me up with the word un, unfair unhelpful. And un, 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 the expectation is too great. Yeah. because I mean how much can a observer unrealistic? unrealistic thank you. Uh, how much can an observer really help you in one lesson? You you need somebody to co-teach with you or something like that to to know your class and to sure. know, um,
0: and know your lesson plans
1: and your yeah. students and so all that your your observer you. really is doing is just saying I noticed these three things and you go okay well I I know about those already okay well that wasn't very helpful but at least I as an observer I fulfilled my my yeah. requirement from an administrative perspective and you might have got something out of it maybe you didn't. Um, Okay, let's take. Let's.
0: We're gonna not do the theoretical perfect. No one, wait, sorry. I've got one more theory okay. thing to
1: do. Okay, one of the other things that I notice about feedback is this predilection to focusing on negatives. Yes. Okay. In in, by both teachers and observers, these are the five things you did wrong. These are the three things you could have done better. Um. Now there's there's one. Theory, which I'm actually reading a little bit about, called appreciative inquiry. Ah, yes. <laughs> okay. Appreciative inquiry. Um, focus. Uh, th- the idea is this: you are. There's a heliotropic element to our to our nature as human beings. Now, heliotropic means like an like a plant. You you lean towards where the sunlight is. Yeah. Okay. So, if you take a heliotropic view of human nature. <laughs> We will lean towards the thing that gives us the most approval, approval. or uh, right. positive reinforcement. You will marry the person yeah. who makes you feel best. Yeah. Okay, that that kind of
0: not thing. the person who is going to help you be a better human being. No,
1: in actual fact, the person who's going to help you be a better human being is your psychologist, and you will actually end up paying the person to to. Okay. But it, in an observation, taking a heliotropic perspective here is. The observations should help you t- to guide. Should help to guide you to the best part of what you do, um, rather than away from. Right, right. So, we take observations to be right. These are five things you've done wrong. Fix them. In an appreciative inquiry, so a confirmatory feedback approach is: these are the eight things you've done great. Develop them. Okay. okay. These five things that you can't do well, just ignore them. Just develop these eight things yeah. that you're perfect at. Because if you can make them even more perfect, you're going to be an outstanding teacher. So focusing on the positives, is is really positive, okay. um, because it develops you and, and grows you. Now, when I when I've seen this quite a lot, I say, "Wow, you did those five things," and the, the person goes, "Yeah, but but what's the feedback?" Um, well, the feedback is, "You've done those eight, eight, eight things really well. Uh, do them better. Go go and, Yeah. Um,
0: um, this is going to sound very judgy. Yeah. Um, but that's actually the technique that I use when I have when I'm observing somebody, who overall, has a lot of weaknesses. For a teacher who has strengths and weaknesses, I don't use that.
1: Because they can cope with the focusing on No,
0: because, look, you're you're doing these things right already. So let's look at improving the things that aren't working in your... I know know, I used the word right, but I I, mean, they're working.
1: The thing is that all teachers want affirmation of how good they are. We all want to know what a wonderful teacher we are and how amazing we're doing and even if we are really good we want yeah. more positive strokes we want that ego to sure. be- <laughs> so even if your observation is just a matter of saying you did a great job, wonderful and these are the eight things that are really liked nice about your lesson um, you, you're getting quite a lot of benefits from that as a teacher from the perspective of growing and right. becoming more confident and-
0: yeah, yeah, And no yeah, yes okay. and
1: no I think it's important. I think that that's, that's kind of cool. And with your feedback, I have actually seen you pointing out to somebody, look here, this is what you did well. I uh, don't es- want to see it.
0: Especially when uh, they... T- if a teacher is incredibly fixated on the negatives, Yeah, I will go, hang on a second. So everything was a disaster and they should have just stayed at home? Come yeah. on.
1: Yeah. And what things did actually work and, and help the students? Alright, we have um, five minutes to go. So, what's your non theory thing that you're going to bring? Well, the non theory thing is just
0: what is the reality of being observed as an in, just an everyday in service teacher?
1: I hate being observed. That's my that's my gut reaction to it. I hate somebody coming to my the class. The average person. I, uh, I hate th- this the is disruption my disruption to my routine. Dis- yeah, and who am I focusing on? I'm focusing on the students, or am I focusing on that person? And
0: I had to spend an extra forty five minutes putting the lesson plan together to make it look really pretty, yeah, so because course. you wanted a copy of it.
1: Yeah, and normally my lesson plan is just five little dots on a piece of paper with a, a word next to them, and now I've got to make it understandable yeah and
0: filling these columns and not just tables. that the
1: students behave all strange because there's another person in the room and, and the whole thing is just a mess I hate them um, and I know because I've had that I know when I walk into somebody else's classroom I'm upsetting I'm upsetting the whole the apple cart here. okay
0: so me on the other hand <laughs> uh, I, I welcome them do you I go out of my way to invite people to my lessons and Why? I do that, that constantly because
1: that gives you the control of the situation yes
0: if I'm saying, oh, control freak. if I'm saying, no, 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 come in, please come in, drop in any time. I'm very emphatic about it. Then it's doing two different things for me. Um, it's giving me this uh, sense of professionalism. That uh, no, no, no. Uh, I'm. I welcome it, and I'd like to share and show and and dis- explore and etc. So that helps reinforce my sense of self as a teacher. Um, having said that, the I welcome that thing, I know I'm not the norm, and I'm, I'm the exception, not the norm, the, the actually welcoming an observer. Early in my career, I was not like that. Observations made me nervous
1: just just for the sake of the listeners here um, i've known you for 20 19 yeah, years yeah, like probably. in all the time i've known you though you've been very open with what you know you've always shared your knowledge with other teachers and whenever <laughs> i s- whenever you were in the staff from at the first school that you worked at that i knew you were always with other teachers showing them stuff that you knew and i think that it's your nature to to be quite giving i think also you've you obviously
0: been quite Looking at me with, in a certain light because a lot of the stuff I was doing with teachers was going to them and saying, OK, pretend I'm a student. Explain the present perfect to me how you would as a student. What, well, so that you could learn? Uh, because I, yeah, I'm, I'm teaching it and I think I understand it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the thing is that <laughs> the d- local teacher knows a lot more about grammar than a, a native speaker does.
1: That, that willingness That's to stuff. interact with other teachers in the staff room as a professional peer was very good for the the new teachers that you're working with. Maybe it was good for you too. Absolutely. All right. And saying to other people, come into my classroom any time and you can watch what I'm doing is the same thing. You're being open and you're learning probably, but they're also learning through that opportunity. How many teachers accepted that invitation? To come into my lessons? Yeah. Uh,
0: Strangely enough, the people who do come are always, uh, I'm new in the place where they are. Yeah. Um, they are new in the place where I am
1: yeah.
0: Uh, or there are some sort of visitor type thing and they're they're touring the facilities or whatever and the person from my department says is it okay if they look in and I say no please come inside you can interact with the students if If you like
1: but then you're not getting any feedback from them
0: very very little but um, when it when it's not the visitor when it's the uh the new t- I'm the new teacher in their place or so they're the new teacher in my place thing. I actually am getting, getting it because I get to say, when I'm the new teacher in their place, I say to them things like, oh, I'm trying to think of a real, oh, uh, so a couple of weeks ago I taught in a place it was my second lesson with the same class and when I said to the students, okay, sit down, this is our, um, first year of high school, yeah. I said sit down, they sat on the floor they didn't go back to the chairs and sit down. And I just didn't see that coming. I said, all right, everyone, sit down. We've finished this activity. I need to move on to the next. And I got to... I just watched the way that the students interacted with me and how they... Were they distracted by each other? And yada yada. And I, I got to say to the teacher, who also teaches those students, do you ever have them sit on the floor? And the teacher said, yeah, yeah. And I said... Uh, do they fidget a lot when they sit with you? And Yeah, they do. How about when when they're sitting in their chairs? Because when, when I got them in their chairs, I have a lot of attention issues. When they were sitting on the floor, they were more attentive, but they were more fidgety.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and so I actually genuinely got to have a, yeah, kind of a, a share. Mm-hmm. And it, it was... I mean, I'm not going to say it was the most useful thing, but it was informative. It let me know that, yes, this is a thing that happens. It's not just my lessons. It is something that I'm going to have to figure out a, a way around. All right. But one last thing to, to finish <coughs> up.
1: Actually,
0: um, we haven't done the, the reality of the teacher, though.
1: Oh, what's the reality?
0: This, people just walk in and say, I'm observing you on Thursday. And you go, uh, okay. And that's it. The, that's the information that you get. You're being observed on Thursday. And you don't know why. You just don't know. Am I being assessed? Am I being fired? Uh, has there been a complaint? Has there been a... And at the end of the lesson, the person says, Okay, thanks. And away they go. Yeah, and yeah. that's
1: it. Yeah. And well, that's an administrative event. that's an administrative observation. That wasn't a developmental observation at all. But that's the reality of most... Well, it, it, okay. My answer to that is okay. That's horrible. It's horrible. F- first of all, that's horrible. But second of all, a classroom is a public space. Yeah. Um, and I, when I close the door and I start teaching, I can think of it as my classroom, but um, it's, it's not. It's not. It's, if I'm if I'm if I'm doing something that's so
0: secret it needs to be
1: hidden, am no, I doing something yeah. wrong? No, it's it's not. And it's anybody, weird. as a public space, even if it's a private school, as a public space, anybody is welcome. In a classroom at any time.
0: And I shouldn't be... If I'm ashamed of what's happening in my classroom and I don't want people to see it, then I should be thinking about that first. (laughs) Don't worry about the fact that somebody's coming in yeah. worry about what it is that you're scared of other people seeing See, and, you know, and use that as your own tool yeah. for development
1: um, there was a story about a guy I walked into somebody's classroom to pick up something I left it there the previous lesson Okay. and he after the class after the day he came to me and he said don't you ever walk into my classroom again while I'm teaching and it just in his view it distracted the students and, it, and that wasn't the time for me to be in his classroom that was the time and It's understandable, but those were my students as much as they were his.
0: So he saw it, did he see it as disruptive, or did he see it more as you're entering my private...
1: It was, it was, I was, uh, I was, I was an interloper on his professional territory during his, during his work time.
0: And what, the students then turned to you and went, oh, hi, Steve. Yeah, they all waved at
1: me, and and I waved at them, and I made some... Random comment. I didn't even think about it. You know, I'm in and out of classrooms all day, and I d not even. It's not a big deal. (laughs) He took it very seriously. Okay. um,
0: The other part of that, the reality of the person just coming in and and walking in and walking out, at the end of the day, has to be. Well, the school also tells me that I have to take attendance, which is not uh, educationally developmental for my students taking attendance, and the school also says that. Uh, I must, uh, hand back their, uh, here or their thing that they've got to take home to their parents, you must hand it out. And the school also says what time the bell is going to go. And Which is also
1: uh, an imposition on, on the class. And all of that's space. an
0: imposition, but yeah. it's just, I would say that the person coming into your room and sitting there and then leaving... It's just like taking yeah, attendance. Yeah, if,
1: if the person is coming into your classroom and sitting there is the director of the school, then I think just let him come in. But if yeah. it's a if it's another teacher or if it is a director of studies or somebody who has, does actually teach, going to them and saying, look, you're coming to my class anyway, can we just talk about what you might see and what taking the initiative and, and creating that dialogue yeah. is probably not a bad but idea. T-
0: but even if you don't want to, yes... I'm, I'm saying, theoretically, you absolutely should be... Well, see if you can get something out of it. Mm. And even if that thing that you can get out of it is using the fact that there's somebody else there to look at your classroom from a different perspective. Because yeah. I do find that that does that's help me a lot. Fun, yeah. um, but, but that's if you, the mirror thing. If yeah. you can't... Yeah, the, the mirror thing works great. There are things... I'm, I'm teaching and I go, wow, those two students speak Thai a lot. Mm. Whatever. Whatever mm. that thing is that I'm noticing because what I'm actually doing is I'm wondering if those people at the back are noticing that the thing, thing and yeah. then going, do I ever
1: notice that? Well, th- that's also, you know, when you're teaching the, the kids at the back are, are just the kids at the back and you get to, you get used to them. But when there's a person at the back, um, yeah, that upsets their, their little ecosystem at the back of the class. And then you become aware of what they normally do and why they're not behaving the way that they yeah. should, you know? Uh, so it, that, that, seeing the classroom from your observers perspective even while it's happening is actually very useful I find uh, yeah I, I hate it but I find it
0: useful um, I, I don't hate it now I, I used to find it a bit I used to find it distracting <laughs> I'm trying to teach my lesson man and I keep on getting mentally distracted yeah. by these things yeah. but I, I don't find that now but okay back to the sorry observations are. Imposed upon you, mm. rather than uh, used as a tool with you. Mm. At the end of the day, you just have to go. Okay, sure. See you at four, and see them at four, and let them come and, and go. And it's just like taking attendance. It is just part it's just of the something,
1: job. It's just something to do. Sure. Right. A word from our sponsors today. Our sponsor is Aya which is an organization in
0: Europe. Uh, I think it's based in UK.
1: Yeah, and they organize uh, activities for teachers, conferences, all sorts of fun stuff, send you newsletters, there's a website with blogs, and you can read about teaching.
0: Uh, yeah, it gets us into that whole... So, we all know that, that teachers earn enough to fly to Glasgow, Glasgow for a week of conferences. Two, yeah, days. Every, every, uh, two days of conferences and, and we'll take an extra day to see the highlands or something while we're there because we're teachers and we get paid so much. Right, so join
1: I at TEFL and ben Fly around the world. <laughs> TEFL Waffle is proudly brought to you by the non-stop Troy and Steve. For any question, comments, complaints or queries you can email teflwaffle at gmail.com or visit
0: www.techforwaffle.com.